almost giraffesmas next next week. We got to do oh, giraffesmas. Oh fuck yeah! I totally forgot about that part. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Fucking gotta, a. Got to pick a giraffesmas book. Hey dog, I gotta I gotta do a quick Google search here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oops. I should really go through the. Does Nightman have a giraffesmas episode? I was gonna go and search through them all, but I don't want to watch that out of order. Uh, yeah, that'd be well. I don't know if it'd be a huge problem, but yeah, fuck it. My um stepdad finally re-upped on his Disney Plus, so it's about um, fucking time. I know, fucking months went by, but I I went on there and they have a Guardians of the Galaxy Giraffe Smith special. Did you know yeah. about that? Did you watch it? Yeah, I didn't watch it yet. Okay, maybe we should Stars watch Kevin it. Bacon. Yeah, Kevin Bacon. Um. Anyway. I mean, that seems like a good thing to watch for next week, which is good. You haven't seen it yet? No, I have. So we can just oh. talk about it next week and then I don't have to do anything. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's my pick. Oh, my neighbor is vacuuming. What an asshole. Fuck my neighbor. Is it scaring your cat? No, it's, it's podcast time and it's like vacuums going. No one can hear it. Like the shitty thing about this apartment is I can hear this guy like walking around. I don't know if it's the the apartment problem or this guy's problem of like stomping around when he walks, but it's like I I know exactly where that motherfucker is. Um and he wakes up like 10 minutes before I do, so that really pisses me off cuz he wakes me up like 10 minutes early every day. Cocksucker. So I guess we wake up at the same time is what I'm saying because this asshole has to stomp around. For some reason, he like, I, I don't know if he like keeps his toothbrush in the other bathroom or something, but like he'll like walk all the way to the other bathroom. It, I assume he has the same layout as me because he's above me. And then like all the way back to this, to the bathroom in the bedroom. Right. And then stomp around in there. I don't get it. It's like, put all your shit in one bathroom. What a cunt. Seriously, such a fucking cunt. Or maybe no, he's just he's, intentionally trying to rub it in that he has multiple bathrooms in his apartment. And I mean, you that's, poor squatter motherfuckers only have the one. That's what I do. I'll bet the guy who lives below me is complaining about me walking around on his podcast. But that asshole's on the top floor above me, so he doesn't, like, understand. Because he's got the good life. He doesn't live I on know. a shitty lower level apartment. It's the third floor. He's on that's, the fourth. There's only four. Three of four. The, I, I, yeah, that's the top floor then. Way better well, than I've, the third floor. At least I can look down on the first and second floor. Yeah, but... I mean, first floor, I'm just looking in your window when I'm walking around the building. Yeah, all of us that yeah. hang around in the bushes out there do that. Yeah. I do I do like doing that. It's fun. Just like, what, what do you got in there? How did you lay, How did you decorate this? Try to see if they have a cat or a puppy. Yeah, then, yeah. Uh, tease fun. it a little bit. It's adorable. That's that's the fun part about walking at night, just like staring into apartments and houses and shit. Hmm. Oh, I got Marvel Midnight Suns yesterday. I didn't realize I was already out. Yeah, it was. It came out like beginning of this month, but I just got it from Gamefly. Cool. Um, have you gone fishing with Blade yet? No, I tried to. Um, I tried to get to that point last night, but I just ran out of time. Like I gotta go to bed. Like there was a weird interaction with Tony Stark where like you come back to the to the fucking magic castle. I forget what the name is. It's still the beginning of the game, so they're like giving me all the tutorial shit. It's a pain in the ass. Um, but Tony Stark is like, 
you, you get back from the mission. He's like, hey, uh, look, I'm I'm going to walk you to your room because I'm afraid to walk around the magic castle at night. So he like, he's like walking to your room with the, to, or to your room uh, with you because he's like scared of magic. And then he he like wants to like give you gifts and he like leaves a like a gift on your bed and stuff. It's like it's like very gay. And I don't understand why you don't get to bang Tony Stark in this. Like, why can't you get gay with Tony Stark? This game is broken. You didn't lay enough uh, groundwork, I guess. I guess I have to lay more, but like, uh, apparently you can't bang the the heroes, is what I've heard already. Then why are you even bothering fishing with Blade if it doesn't lead to (laughs) him sucking your dick? Blade is cool. He's like a cool friend you can have. Yeah, he's the coolest friend you could possibly have. Everyone knows Like, even if there's no gay stuff going on, it's fine. I mean, it's not as fun, though. It's not as fun. Who wouldn't but like, want a piece of blade? The day Yeah, we all do. Yeah. I can have a platonic friendship with Blade and be feel satisfied about that. Really? Yeah. I feel like it's a disappointment. I guess, but it's still cool. I would, I would feel cool hanging out with Blade. If there's not a blanket of sexual tension between me and Blade at all fucking times, I'm going to be disappointed thoroughly. I mean, there is. He, like, chuckles and compliments me and shit. Like, Oh, does game. he pat you on so, the back? Like, and, like, that's the yeah, sunsets. Yeah, like, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, we haven't watched any sunsets yet, but it's just, like, we're just getting to know each other. We're still in, like, the first stage here. Oh, okay. We're, we only hung out in groups so far. So it's, like, we haven't the, taken that the next, next step, the next but we're getting there. next team up, you're going to be like, hey, Blade, uh, I was wondering. Just Blade. You know? Yeah. Wanna you're not coming, Doctor Strange. Or Fuck you. Want to go fish? Yeah. I know how you like fishing. I too am something of a fisherman. Yeah, so that's fun. I'm looking forward to playing more of that, though. That's should be cool. All right. Speaking of, uh, I don't know, fish, morphing into fish, right, or something. Man, they haven't done that yet. Yeah, they haven't. I'm surprised. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's get this train on the tracks. Get these rollerblades on the pavement. I, I really wish you had a, a queued up sound effect of that <laughs> noise that the rollerblades made all throughout this fucking episode. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was the great. coolest fucking rollerblade noise I've ever heard in I media. Did. I love those silly sound effects. Rest at Black Tongues Comics, aka Night Talk. I'm Dave. And I'm Donnie. This week we're talking about Nightman Blader. We're talking about Animorphs Volume 2 and Punisher 2099. Alright, let's let's hit that drop. Night Talk. So I'm glad that they played the uh preview at the beginning of this episode where they said Hell on Wheels and reminded me why I wrote down Hell on Wheels. It's because they actually just said that phrase. But the wheels they were referring to were not, it wasn't a train, but it, but it was rollerblades. So, you know, it's still cool. Did you I have a rollerblade before? I, I did. A long, long time ago. Oh, man. 
Do you think you could pull it off in your 30s like Johnny Domino? Uh, Johnny Domino is not in his 30s, first of all. <laughs> oh, he's in his 30s. Look at him. He's, he's got a mid-40-year-old man. For, oh, you think 40s. <laughs> at, this, at this cheap knockoff Nitro Circus here of like teenagers and early 20-something-year-olds somehow let him still compete. Jesus Christ. I need to know like when he's... Okay, so this actor was born in 1965, so this would be like 1998 or 97. So yeah, he's like mid thirty, getting late 30s, but yeah, mid 30s. Or no, yeah, it's just, just early 30s actually. But still, he's in his 30s like doing this fucking um, rollerblading stuff and... I, I thought it was crazy how like he was uh he, he just like immediately did really good at rollerblading and he has like a pack on, right? Like a battery pack. And Raleigh's like, Oh yeah, you have like five minutes uh of this pack before you Well, what what is this pack powering is is what I want to know. It's like so he did do like a this killer I don't moves. know. So he he got some hang time up there. In, in one thing where he did a bunch of flips and stuff that was pretty impressive. And obviously like some fuckery is going on. I don't know how people didn't see through that. Um, but he did that and then he lands, but I don't understand why they gave us the ticking clock of like a five minute timer. It's like, can't you just turn it on before he hit air or is this like powering a, because it was on his back and Raleigh had knew Raleigh had to reach it for him. He couldn't reach back there. Oh, is that what it is? So just yeah. do a cool move in the first, like first, that's fine. Go out with a whimper. It's, I mean, it's fine. I don't think any X Games like vert ramp course thing like this right. has ever allowed a five minute thing. It's usually like, you know, like you get two or three minutes to quickly run through the thing and do as many cool tricks as you can yeah. before you're done. I don't think any of them go five minutes long. So I don't, I don't understand why New Raleigh didn't factor that in and be like, oh, wait, no, we've got plenty of time. Why am I so yeah, concerned? Yeah, it. <laughs> All right, this is the 20 minute match, 20 minute freestyle. Yeah. Match. <laughs> he, this, Johnny, you got to make sure you so, get all the cool stuff out in five minutes. All right, so we've just a little bit ahead, but this, this oh, former, yeah. so it's believed that this former scientist who used to work with New Raleigh when uh, the company folded and everyone like took their earnings and like cashed out their stocks and stuff, it's believed that this guy spent his earnings. To create, or no, no, it's not believed. It, it's like a news article that New Raleigh finds on the computer that says that this guy started his own rollerblading, uh, competitive rollerblading league. Like he started his own like knockoff Nitro Circus or X Games competitions, but for the lamest possible like extreme sport you could do, which is rollerblading, as opposed to like no skateboarders are allowed here. Gosh darn it, we want to be cool and appeal to the masses. Rollerblades only. Woohoo, gnarly. Rollerblades were a lot cooler in the nineties though. I think it would work in the nineties. He, he had, he had the timing, right? I remember there was like, there were like two straight, like high action packed, like rollerblade movies that came out around like mid nineties. One starred LL Cool J and it was like a remake of like a seventies movie. I remember that, but like rollerblading has never been considered cooler than skateboarding. Well, maybe it has, I don't know. I, I think it's cooler. Like it's on your, it's like wheel shoes. It's like ice skating, but on the pavement. That's cool. It's, it's like the poor man's wheelies. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is the original heelies, but you didn't have like the option to, you know, switch between just them. You're just stop. always on. 
no stopping, no brakes on rollerblades either. How do you have to like turn to the yeah, side like ice skating? There's uh, a tiny little thing in the ones. back that never works. Well, that that's for like that's that's for children's rollerblades, not in not for adult rollerblades, the cool ones. Tony Hawk would never wear the rollerblades with the brakes on them. One of my all-time favorite movies ever is this movie called Airborne, which has yeah. a very young Jack Black and a very young Seth Green as like co-stars in okay. it. And it's about like this kid who moves from uh, Southern California to live with his cousin, who's Seth Green in Cincinnati, and like to win over everyone at his new school. For some reason, this new school they're obsessed with ice hockey in Cincinnati, Ohio, oh. <laughs> where <laughs> yeah, ice hockey has never existed. But, like, to win over all these uh, cool kids at his new school, he has to, like, join their team and do this death-defying race, a rollerblade race, down this, like, monstrous hill that they call, like, Death Devil, I don't know what they call it, Dead Man's Hill or something like that. And he goes out to, like, the old Cincinnati Reds baseball stadium, Riverfront Stadium, and uh, he he wins it in the very end, and he wins over all the, the friendship of all the peers from his new high school. It's the greatest movie ever created. And that's the only time Rollerblading has ever been awesome. Was in that movie. That does, yeah. I think I've, I must have seen that. I remember this very clearly. But yeah, it's a classic. I mean, I'm sure you have. Yeah, everyone's seen that one. Alola es mio, the wave is mine. That's what his dreams keep telling him from a shark. Oh yeah, that's what inspires him to capture this hill. He's from like California, right? Is yeah. That, did he's, you a, that? he's a yeah. surfer dude. He's a surfer dude. <laughs> and right. all these ice hockey obsessed Cincinnatians make fun of him for loving surfing being from Southern California. Wait, they're from Cincinnati, motherfucking Ohio, and somehow like and enjoy ice hockey? Whoever wrote this movie didn't do their research on like regional sports. Yeah, you have to go to Columbus for that for us to give a fuck about ice hockey. Starting in 2006 or whenever they actually got uh, real hockey in Columbus. <laughs> Ohio is not now a hockey <laughs> state here, guys. Well, we are now. We Columbus are now. has a hockey Since team. Since 2006. We love fucking hockey. Yeah. We do love that. So, yeah, I like all the rollerblading shenanigans. Like, the opening scene is Raleigh driving his own car, which I didn't know he had his own car. That this is, is the first note. time we've seen it. Yeah. I have shocked Raleigh owns his own vehicle. Why is like he not an in SUV. the nightmobile? Yeah, it's weird that he's not driving the Prowler. And then, he's, and then he's it becomes only immediately aware that. why he wasn't wearing the, driving the Nightmobile for this episode. It's because his car gets stolen from him, and he uh, gets thrown out of it and almost <laughs> dies. Smash the window, and like, yeah, you can't do that to the Prowler. You're not, it's a 1 of 12 Prowler. You're not going to fuck yeah. up the Nightmobile for this type of tomfoolery. They're like saying the new Raleigh actor, like, you got to bring your own car for this one. Just drive your own car. <laughs> you're not using the Prowler. <laughs> Well, when Johnny Patton joins the Rollerblade 6, or they were the Rollerblade 5 until Johnny Patton joined, but uh, he goes and meets up with them at the uh, the the killer roller rink or whatever the fuck their team hangout <laughs> yeah. is, and like he drives the Prowler there. He also wears his signature Johnny Domino cool as shit leather jacket and sunglasses, and he leaves those in the locker room when he's changing. And then they go out on this like the first time of a six-piece mission ever. Mm. And they're all color-coordinated. Johnny's the green, of course. And uh, he immediately jumps into the back of a truck and he and Raleigh drive off so he could steal the technology. But, like, when and how the fuck is he ever going to get the nightmobile and the night jacket and the nightshades back? Like, he left all of that shit at the roller rink. Like, what the fuck? That is true. 
That was I mean, a just tremendous sacrifice just to like stop this gang of roller skater rollerbladers. <laughs> That's true. That was too big a sacrifice. And like even Raleigh was saying, like, man, fuck, fuck this rollerblade team. Like, it's not worth it. Fuck those guys. They have better tech than us. Fuck them. Johnny's like, we got to steal this tech. We got to get a heist on to get that one. But they hurt you, Raleigh. He refers <laughs> yeah. to New Raleigh as family when he's leaving the uh, meeting with the bank guy about the loan for the house of soul he bails on him and he tells the waitress girl he's like hey tell that guy mr anderson or whatever the fuck tell him i have to go it's an emergency family needs my help or there's a family member in trouble referring to new raleigh and, okay so who was that guy that was waiting for new raleigh so that was just glossed over but apparently the house is the new house of soul is not doing very well and uh okay. they need to take out a loan <laughs> with the bank Keep the that mortgage. was a bank guy it was <laughs> a bank little guy yeah yeah why is he like working during like jazz concert hours wouldn't he be like working between nine and five why the fuck is he doing this meeting like after hours like this yeah that, doesn't seem that like part seems hours. weird i thought he was like a promoter like a uh um fucking whatever you call those guys uh record label manager? or something yeah whatever but some, I thought it was something like that. And like, I thought Johnny had to impress him with his music. So he's playing like this weird, like heavy metal jazz. That was the coolest song thing. they've ever played <laughs> in the House of Soul by fucking far. It was like so funny. Like, but it's, it's like way too experimental to be like playing for like the, the rec- recruiter or whatever the fuck, the uh, record label guy, um, which I guess makes more sense now well, why he was no, just in the mud but he's a bank guy. All right. But Johnny Domino wouldn't like Raleigh talks to him on the phone. He's like, you mean I have to entertain this guy and keep him fucking distracted until you get there. Oh, I don't know if I can manage that. If it was just, Hey, can you go and shred on some saxophone for me? Sure. New Raleigh, no fucking problem. We're like family. Yeah. Like that he wouldn't have worries about that. No, I guess not. Yeah. This guy looks like a heavy metal, uh, jazz, heavy metal featuring guy. some saxophone. Yeah. That was yeah. fucking awesome. Like I love that song. death metal riffs. I yeah, absolutely cool love whatever the fuck that song was. Like <laughs> no was joking. Cool, yeah. It's just like, it sounds like it was just like a, a metal band with saxophone tacked onto it, which is pretty awesome. I do like that. And Johnny, uh, during this time before he like mentions the family thing, he gets evil thoughts out of absolutely nowhere. Yeah. I was confused by that. I, I looked up for a second. Fuck? I was like, where did this come from? Just over the phone call with Raleigh? But no, that already happened. Uh, no, I it was way too late shook, for that. I thought like maybe he shook the bank guy's hand and that was the guy running the operation or something. But yeah, he just gets it out of the fucking blue somehow. Yeah. I guess like, he has like a higher pickup. Oh, did he touch like Raleigh's now. clipboard or something? Like, did he touch something that belongs to Raleigh? But Raleigh would have touched the clipboard like, does that normally? But he would have touched that shit before, not after that happened. So why would that doesn't? I don't know. I don't know how this power works, but it's funny. Yeah, that was that was a new one to introduce, like halfway through your last season of the show. Yeah, who the fuck was thinking about Raleigh's carjacking in that car? <laughs> There's an imposter somewhere. <laughs> why are they thinking about this carjacking that just happened in vivid detail with with the fucking rollerblade Power Rangers like? And why is that evil? That's like funny. That's not really evil. If someone's thinking about that, it's like, yeah, that was cool. Oh, fuck. Johnny goes to the rollerblade store and there's like this really cool, like rollerblade worker at the store. Johnny's like, Hey, you got like self-propelled, uh, fucking skates or whatever. And the guy's like, Oh yeah, that'd be pretty pimp. 
He's like calling it pimp. I forgot about that. That's awesome. But I like that guy a lot. He was cool. He was. Yeah, I completely forgot about that too. <laughs> that was a pretty cool episode. I like this one. A lot this better episode. than last week. I mean, there's your episode title right there. Yeah, pimp. pimp. It's pretty pimp. Is iTunes going to censor the word pimp? We'll find out. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> All right, what else do I have? Oh, the inline skating competition uh, was in like a like twenty thousand seat arena with like eighteen people. Nitro Circus, yeah, dude. Stands. It's just like a knockoff Nitro Circus. They they like oh, tour okay, yeah. and they play at like <laughs> major basketball arenas all over the country. Yeah. However, then, they what, have more like... than like twenty eight people in attendance. Okay, usually. so it's. So it's pretty normal for that, I guess. Okay, authentic. Yeah, yeah. Stay true to the source. Yeah, right. Oh, that and there was like a like Paul Blart mall cop guy who was like trying to stop <laughs> the rollerblade Power Rangers, and like they just like knock him on his ass. It's like I don't know, fat people falling down isn't. We don't do that enough now. It's more. It's very funny. I mean, you didn't even fall down. You got hit in the knee by the one guy's fucking uh, baton. Yeah, which is funny. Any um, physical comedy toward fat people is pretty funny. Physical injury. <laughs> comedy. Physical comedy. It's physical comedy. The yeah, assault. The physical assault. Was- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> but it's still but comedy, all right? That part with the mall raises another question, which I didn't write down, but I, I just okay. you just reminded me of it. So they do this awesome escape route where they uh, just rollerblade down the uh, escalators, but the escalators are turned off, and instead of like being turned off and staying as stairs, they're just straight inclines. I've never seen anything like that in a mall anywhere. Yeah, if you like, don't want someone to go up, you like turn off, turn it, turn it into an incline, and they fall down. That's not a thing that happens. I think it's a thing. No way. No, it's definitely not. I worked in a mall when I was in China. They don't do that. Be awesome if that happened at night, though. I'd just slide down them all the time on my sweet rollerblade Yeelys. Yeah, it would be cool. What else do they have here? Purple Ranger Carissa was trying to fuck Johnny Domino immediately. Or, I'm sorry, Johnny Patton, not Johnny Domino. (laughs) Yeah. Well, of course. I mean, you know, look at him. I mean, she was a bit old for Johnny Johnny Pat. Well, maybe Johnny Pat likes adult-aged women. Who knows? It's a completely new character. Yeah, it is. Johnny Pat might not be a sexual predator. Yeah, he loves those old 25-year-old girls. Yeah, gross old ladies. Fucking old ladies, yeah. <laughs> um, They mentioned that Raleigh signs the checks. And, that and then cool. Rolly immediately and creates an HR nightmare for himself by yeah. <laughs> coming on to the, the new backup lead singer way too aggressively, way too yeah, lately. Awesome. Holy shit. Rolly yeah, has great. just entered himself into a legal nightmare. This is before me too. You could do that back then. These were the days, Dave. The good old days. 97. Yeah. Sexual harassment all you want to your uh, employees. Yeah. I had a I had an HR uh, incident yesterday Uh-oh. where no and like wait you don't even work but, anywhere so like, no 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 home. I I was in the office I had to go to the I was in town yesterday and um then the the HR manager like comes walking around the corner and sees me and she's just like big D and then then her face was had an immediate look of horror and then you know just like 
walked away really fast. So she just like says, yeah, it was very weird. (laughs) I don't think she meant it, but it's like, okay. I think she tried to like do a nickname for some reason. And it's like, yeah, going to the uh, back to the office how, is a bad how idea. How many times have you been inside this <laughs> office that they feel comfortable enough giving you shitty nicknames? I I don't know, not very often. It's like she once go- a week. Work together Wednesdays, but oh, that's still not wait, so but much you live now. In now. I come into town like if I need to once a week for like to do videos and shit. You have to drive all the way up here once a fucking week. So maybe sometimes. Damn, that sucks. Depends, and if I'm needed. It works for now. Next week when you go in, you should go to her office and report her for making you feel Yeah, I have an HR incident. It's like it's like Raleigh from Nightman. New Raleigh. Yeah. Everyone will know what that means. You knew Raleigh'd me and I don't appreciate it. Yeah. Alright, a couple more notes. The uh that Touch My Body song was playing in the background during that scene as well. Remember that song that you liked? That was very catchy from a couple episodes. Oh ago. shit! They was it that one? Just that. oh, that's awesome. Yeah, just in the background. Yeah, it was awesome. You've had maybe three or four different singers for the Johnny Domino Band at the House of Soul this season. I was this girl. Was she the one that sang that song? Maybe because I don't remember seeing this singer in a previous episode. But I don't really pay any attention to the singers that much. Yeah, it's hard to keep track of the singers because sometimes it's like it's the, the redhead same girl one, who then... turned into the racist. Yeah, and then there's this girl, and then there was the one in the like new metal band, but that was a dude singer, right? Yeah, I don't know. I can't keep track of the lady singers either. Uh, last note I have is Variety mentions that she hates Rollerblade season. She's like, <laughs> oh, I hate this season of Rollerblades every year. It's fucking Rollerblade. Like, <laughs> all right, so if she if if Bay City wasn't San Francisco. I right. could see that meaning like spring, summertime. That would make sense. Yeah. But it's fucking San Francisco <laughs> where it's nice out and it doesn't snow year round. So like is rollerblade season year round? I guess. I mean, like, wouldn't it be just constant? It should be. Yeah. That's what I would think. Well, maybe there's a specific time of the year where it's like that sports season where this uh, scientist guy's extreme rollerblading league is actually in full swing. And that's what she's referring to as rollerblading season, like really helping to like hype up the uh, the idea that maybe this is a thing that could actually get off the ground. Maybe like like May through July rollerblade season in Bay City. Uh, maybe peak, I don't peak know. rollerblade season. It is peak, I guess. I guess there must be times that are colder than others, but it's still like. I mean, when you wear the Power Ranger suit, I'm sure you're fine in the cold. Were those all the actual Power Ranger colors? No, they probably. didn't have a purple. No, I don't think they did, but they, you know, they're probably close enough. I love that. They all had a different I hate, color. I hate that Nightman inspired the Power Rangers. I, I that, love it. That bumps me out about Nightman a little bit, to be honest. Everything came from Nightman. Yeah, the X Games. Yeah, right. Nitro Circus. Rollerblades. Rollerblading. Yeah. Rollerblade seasons. Prowlers. Fuck. It's all it all comes from Nightman. Superheroes flying, that was Nightman. Yeah, yeah. All of Superman's abilities came from Nightman. What else do you have about this? That's all I have. So why was New Raleigh trailing so far up that truck's ass in the very beginning of this episode that when the truck stopped in the middle of the road, 
he didn't leave himself enough space to just kind of like circle around it and continue on his way when he was already late for this dinner meeting with the banker. Instead, he's so fucking close that when that truck stops, he has to stop, and then he's swarmed by rollerblade uh, deviants who attack him. I don't know. Come on, New Raleigh. Safety first, man. He's not Dangerous used to driving the cars. SUV. That's true. Okay. And in the Nightmobile, it seems like you're way further back, maybe? Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. How are we supposed to believe that none of these super cool, awesome, like, 20-year-olds at the uh, Pretend X Games here recognize Johnny motherfucking Domino, saxophone fucking legend in the Bay City? Yeah. Like, I that, was... that I called bullshit big time on that one. Be like, oh, here's your next contestant, Johnny Patton. Fuck you. We so all know that's, that's Johnny, Johnny Domino. Domino's saxophone legend. Yeah. Fuck off. Uh, Yellow Blader is an unnecessary show-off, taking, like, super unnecessary risks when all he's trying to do is chase down Nightman in that roller brink parking garage thing at the very end. Like, yeah. There's, like, one little, like, tiny barrel just stacked in the way as all the rollerbladers are chasing after him as he's flying away like all super fast and instead of just swerving a little bit to the side to avoid it he just has to be a pretentious cunt to jump over to show off how cool he is fuck that guy that was unnecessary that just knocked him back a couple seconds on time man he was pretty cool though chasing down nightman i thought the entire finish to this episode was all leading in the direction that alex the cool retired way too old to be rollerblading like 26 year old kid was yeah. uh was gonna be that uh tom guy's son tom being new raleigh's best friend from his old life who had also kind of seemed heavily like they may have been more than just best friends uh oh yeah he takes a bullet for new raleigh and then he dies in new raleigh's arms like begging for forgiveness as like new raleigh like shushes his mouth and he's like oh, you have nothing to be sorry for dude new best friend tom I've always loved you. And then the guy's like, forgive me. And then he dies. Yeah. And then I, I thought, frame roll credits too, like right after that too. That was, that was an awkward ending. Yeah. It's just like, like immediately. So this guy couldn't find a, a job for a month after like he retired from the fucking yeah. <laughs> super science center. And, uh, it's, I, I thought it was going to be like the, this kid was his son and like he stole his technology and that's, he was using it. But it turns out he was just partnering up with this like 26 year old rollerblader kid. That seems fucking weird and like quite the stretch. Yeah. It's like, no one wanted me. I'm too old. I'm like, except for this 26 year old rollerblading team. Right. But yeah, people didn't want to hire him because he's too old, which like, he's not. That, I, I think he's it's a, the hairline. He's a motherfucking scientist, though. Like, scientists yeah. should be old. It's the hairline. No one wants to have, like, that, like, balding, like, depressed guy. He was pretty cool. He was, like, I like that he drinks at, day. like, 10 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was that was awesome. awesome. Fuck He's yeah. pretty cool, though. This guy was like, like why badass. would you hire that guy? <laughs> I'd hire him in a heartbeat. Yeah. He's drinking money. <laughs> he's awesome. Plus, he has this unmatched, remarkable, like, cutting edge science that he can use to make my rollerblades even cooler and faster. Yeah. Like, why the fuck would I not hire him? Right. Yeah. I would hire he him. He also worked on the Nightman suit with Raleigh. I mean, this oh, dude's yeah. a dream. Like, why is he not putting any of that shit on his resume, first of all? How in the fuck is he not getting, like, a phone call for an interview, at least, if he's not including any of these, like, fucking awesome details? Yeah, and why did why did Raleigh go into managing 
Jessica Jessica died and she instead. left it to him in his will. In her oh, will. All right. I guess that's what it is. But it's like he he didn't really get a new tech job either. He just kind of tinkers and then does like odd jobs for House of Soul. Teaches one day Maybe at a high school. Johnny. Yeah. Well, yeah. Know. Of course it's to be with Johnny. Yeah. All right. Anything else about Nightman? No. Best song ever. This was a great episode. A hundred percent. It was fun. Recommend yeah. this one. Definitely. Hell on wheels. For sure. All right. Uh, what do we want to talk about next? Let's. Okay. Speaking of superheroes, let's get Punisher 2099 out of the way real quick. Because uh, so, I, I had very few notes about this because this is. So I realized uh, yeah. as I was starting this one today, I didn't know which year you met because I picked. 2019. So. Shit, that's what I figured, but uh, I okay. saw the other one first, so I went with that one. The one okay. like 94 or whatever the fuck. Oh, fuck. Okay. So I don't think we read the same thing here, unless they just redid the story. I don't know. Mine was weird. It's like Punisher 2099 is like a future cop, and like the cops have these yeah. body cams and stuff that like fully recollect memory and shit, see what's going on. But then Punisher was pissed off because some guy changed his memory log thing to make it look like he killed somebody as like heroically, but really he just like killed somebody in cold blood and he didn't have to. And then he was pissed off and decided to kill that guy who made him look like a hero cop instead <laughs> of like an asshole awesome. cop. <laughs> and then he decided he's going to kill all the cops because of it. And that's why he became Punisher 2099. <laughs> It was pretty uh, funny. Your sounds way better. <laughs> and then like, oh, and, and then they have like a, a like Chinese, like, um, what do they, what do they call that? Like social score or whatever. Like, what are the, what the fuck do they call that thing? Like a social credit system, but only cops have that. So like, if you, so if you're like a shitty cop, your credit goes down, which is cool. I like that. I like the point system for cops that they introduced in here. But other than that, it was like weird. It's not like, oh, you killed my whole family. It's just like, you made me look like a like a hero when I wanted to look like an asshole cop. I'm going to fucking kill everybody now. That was a bad thing you did. I'm going to kill kill you for that. It just doesn't, the stakes aren't as high. Like the, the retaliation doesn't make sense to me. It's like, it's just like cops protecting cops and you're a cop. So like, why not use that to your advantage? I think the only way I would be cool with like cops protecting cops is, is if I was a dirty cop. That's all and I, I mean, have. Though, and stupid. I mean, if you are a cop, you are automatically by default a dirty cop. You're That's the true. Yeah. Like if a cop was covering up like a rape and murder that I did, then I'd be like, yeah, totally uh, change the memory logs or whatever to make it look like I heroically raped and murdered that. Yeah. Person. Yeah. <laughs> They're always heroically. I didn't have a choice. I had to do it. It's for the greater good. Yeah. But yeah, that's really all I had about it. It was like other than that, it's just like them talking about like the morality of shit. I like the one that you read is just the Minority Report movie, but with yeah. Frank Castle <laughs> instead of Tom Cruise. Is that what it is? <laughs> awesome. So they just verbatim took that. Yeah, script. watch. <laughs> all right, what was yours about then? That was all I had about mine. Okay, so it took me all the way until the very start of issue two to realize this wasn't Frank Castle. It's this fucking dude. Again, he's also a cop, but he looks, he's illustrated the exact same way as Fred Castle, but his name just happens to be Jake Gallows. 
And the only difference is that he wears a red beret, which makes him look like a total twat. Um, (laughs) And what happens here is he went to the zoo or he went to something with like his mom and his wife and this bad guy named Crumb murders his mother (laughs) and his wife in front of him. And he and his gang beat not Frank. I keep calling. I kept calling him Castle Ninety Nine in all my notes because I was simpler than typing Punisher. But they but they beat Castle Ninety Nine and make him watch. And they Castle Ninety Nine's begging him, "Kill me next! Kill me next! You killed my mom! Kill me next! I can't live." He's like, "No, I'm not going to let you die. Ha ha ha! You're going to suffer through watching me kill your mom." And also that way hot wife of yours, which you don't really seem that bummed out about. But uh, he doesn't kill Punisher 99. And so then Punisher 99, his best friend or his teammate, I don't know who the fuck this, this guy named Matt, who looks kind of like he's Arcade from the uh, X-Men comics. All right. Like a goofy, redheaded, like, jokester, Riddler character. And the two of them, like, they stumble upon Frank Castle's old armory. And all of Frank Castle's old, like, ass-kicking monster weapons are there. And there's a note that says, if you find this, carry on my legacy. You're the new Punisher. Congratulations. So he's like, that's it. I'm the Punisher now. I'm Punisher 99. I like that his new costume, the logo of it, like the teeth from the bottom of the face mask part, Stretched out so low that they make a cod piece for him on his armor suit. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I got a kick out of that. That was great. <laughs> that is cool. Um, I kind of like the stupid new, like, shittily, lazily made logo that they use for these stories, though. I, 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 it grew on me. I, I can't lie about that. All right. Uh, but the opening to book number one is the coolest thing Punisher or any Punisher thing has ever happened it opens up with this one random dude who walked by like an atm and it says like oh we're watching you and then he's like oh no what the fuck that's about he just continues down on his way and then he gets jumped by these three dudes who just start shiving the fuck out of him and like this guy's just getting massacred and then punisher 99 turns around up or castle 99 pops out of somewhere i don't fucking know he uh he takes this one baseball, or it's not a baseball bat, but it's like a baseball bat with spikes at the end of it. And he takes that and he just clubs this one motherfucker to death just so brutally. This is on page goddamn two of this book. And wow. it is the most brutal, amazing thing that has ever happened in the history of the Punisher. And I was like, holy shit, maybe the Punisher isn't as fucking lame as he always is. And then the rest of the story continues on and it gets lamer and lamer and shittier. Uh, one of the guys from that gang did have a hell of an insult that he threw Castle's way before Castle murdered okay. him. He goes, oh, I can see you went to Buttface, the Buttface School of Charm. <laughs> and then Castle just fucking stabs him in the throat. That uh, <laughs> was a pretty, pretty good dig. I mean, if someone said that to me, yeah, I'd club him with my baseball bat of spikes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this whole thing was fucking terrible. Uh, end of issue number four. Issue number four, the cover of it, it has Punisher and Daredevil. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be weird. Are we going to get some kind of like future Daredevil team up as well? And then it just turns out it's like this uh, Remember the Heroes of the Past Day celebration parade thing. 
that's going on and there's all these fucking lame shitty looking versions of like all the x-men and the fantastic four and all the other like new york city superheroes but uh castle 99 those meet this one guy named barrio man who i guess he he helps save his life at the end of it and i guess they become friends cool barrio barrio man wasn't that cool i didn't enjoy this book i like it started strong it started strong Shit, oh, oh, dude, this went on for like 30-something issues. I only read oh, through wow. five. Oh, fuck. Okay, the one that I picked was like one, which is kind of why I picked it. Fuck. <laughs> you <really>? Damn. <laughs> Mine is like one and done. It's like, all right, I mean, I'm the Punisher now for my stupid, shitty reason. <laughs> I put in way too much work on this shit. <laughs> yeah. I just love that. I love Castle 99. Yeah. He is cool. Except he wears a beret, and I like hats, so he won me over. Nice. All right, anything else? No. All right. <laughs> um, I don't know how I'm going to Speaking of Wolverine, he's an animal. He's based on an animal, just like the Animorphs. All right. Animorphs. Animals. All right, Animorphs Volume 2. I think this one was, uh, I, I think the writing was a little bit better, but still not great. Like the writing kind of sucked in the last one where it's like people keep like talking and like doing the same like arguments and stuff. I feel like they're just trying to like make it exactly like the book and I, maybe the book was just shittily written or something, but there is still, there is still a lot of that, but not as much as the first volume, which is good. The morphing is still pretty terrifying, and oh my god, it's a thousand times scarier in this one. <laughs> Holy fuck! I have a yeah. giant note. Okay, all right. So, ahead. so this shit is for children, correct? Like you were a little kid when you got into this stuff. Yeah, but it was a theater of the mind. It's a, it's because there was no pictures in the book. It was like it was one of those kind of books. Oh yeah, uh, you've explained that before. Oh man, but yeah, like uh, it, it's immediately out of the gate with this one. They they're flying around as like different kinds of birds and like predatory birds or whatever. And they go to this clock tower above their church and they all morph back. And it is the most terrifying fucking images ever. This shit would have haunted my nightmares if I was a little kid reading this. It was pretty fun. It's like way over the top. It's crazy. Like the covers of the Animorphs books are like pretty. It's like always like them transitioning into like an animal, like morphing and stuff. And, but the transitions, like the in-between stuff isn't so graphic as this. It's, it, this is fucking insane. And, uh, um, also during this part, like, um, the three of them change and then Cassie's transforming back and Marcus says some comment about how, uh, what does he say? He's like, oh, Cassie, of course we all look grotesque and terrifying, but you look like a fucking angel. And then I noted Unless you're the opinion of that one fucking cunty twat guy from last week who reviewed this story and thought he she looked like a trans boy for some reason. Yeah, she does look like a trans boy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> that guy was awesome. I love that guy. <laughs> she wasn't a hot enough 13-year-old child. Why isn't this 13-year-old hot? This is fucked. <laughs> so, this, this, so, later on in this issue... Okay. Uh, Alright, so while they're in bird form at the very beginning, there's these two redneck kids shooting at the bald eagle one, which I think was Rachel. And um, 
they randomly like fly up to it and Rachel steals the kid's shotgun and like throws it into a water or a lake or something. And another one of them, I think it's Tobias, flies up and he wraps the uh, kid's ponytail off his fucking scalp. Oh, it's yeah. kind of awesome. <laughs> but then like later on, Rachel goes to her gymnast- gymnastics class and she's leaving that and she's just walking herself home. And these two kids who have clearly been seen like driving around in a truck, so they're at least 16 years of age. The one yeah. kid starts hitting on 13-year-old Rachel, and he starts chasing her down after she ignores him, while his buddy just yells, Go get her, Chester! And <laughs> he follows her to a dark, creepy, abandoned alleyway, presumably to rape her? Like, this got super yeah. adult. Yeah, it did. These these books were dark. Dark uh, children's stories. Yeah. But yeah, some- there was attempted rape for sure that she turned into an elephant and scared him away and then immediately after that her friend rachel and uh the principal from school who's one of the fucking controllers they're like oh gosh rachel are you okay we saw these kids chasing you down an alleyway and about to assault you sexually and uh we're just double checking to make sure you're okay now i wasn't gonna jump in or anything but you know i'm just checking you okay now he says that they saw her getting yeah. harassed by the boys and didn't bother doing a goddamn thing about it until yeah. after the fact. Great shit. I did enjoy that. Just like, you good? All right. <laughs> Be safe walking home. Stay safe. Rub some dirt on it. Walk it off. Yeah. There you yeah. go, champ. You're, you're, you're all good. Yeah, that was pretty good. I'm, I'm an adult uh, authority figure from school. Who probably knows all of these kids involved, but you know, right. I'll wait till afterwards. Yeah, you're fine. You got it, right? You know you, the way you home. You handled it. Yeah, good job. Go going back to the bird thing though. So they're all transforming from the birds and all that. And uh, first of all, how does Rachel have a bald eagle form? Where did she touch one of those? Like, they said, didn't they say that they had the bald eagle and the hawk in Cassie's? Oh, barn? okay. I thought they right. said something about that. Ironclad, then. Okay. Yeah, you know, foolproof. I guess I missed that. Her part. mom works in a zoo. Right. Marco also has like a retarded take on eagle vision as well. He's like, oh, eagle vision sucks because like uh, you realize that a woman is ugly sooner. Like, you know, you see him from afar. It's like, oh, maybe she's hot, but then she gets close and you see she's ugly. But with eagle vision, you can like just see that she's ugly. It's like that's that's stupid. You can like creep on the hot ones easily with eagle vision, Marco. You dumb cunt. Yeah, obviously. Like, stop looking and staring at the gross girls. You dumb fuck. Yeah, just follow the hot ones and yeah, like follow stare the hot at them. ones. Fly directly overhead. Stare down their chest. Yeah, how, how, it's, it's easy. Why do we have to explain this to you, you dumb cunt? Stand out their window. Like you don't even ah. have to be close. Like it's it's so easy to figure this out. Follow them home. It, how how does he not getting this? Yeah. I, I can't explain it any simpler for you, you dumb motherfucker. Yeah. This is why I hate Marco. Fuck him. Yeah. Marco has see? really dumb takes. Fucking stupid asshole. Yeah, he is. So then like a lot of the story is like Rachel turning into her friend's pet cat to like spy on the principal, because that's her dad. And also and, win um, her friendship back. Right, right. So it's you know, double things for her. But while she's in there, like she's spying on um, fucking the principal talking to Visser three, like on a hologram thing. 
but yeah, so like school vice principals are central to our society. So it's very important that Visser 3 checks in like personally with this guy like every day. I just think it's so weird that he is giving so much focus to this position of power, like quote position of power. It's very weird they, to me. They have the head cop as one of their people too, that we saw from that fucking bonfire meeting last book. Yeah. But you, I you mean, get like a mayor priest or something i, I, I don't mean know. Do, you, do you think that's how viscer three just spends all of his space days just checking in with every single member of his fucking underling group yeah like what's your end goal here i i, I guess i don't get the end goal for viscer three he just like, wants to like have meetings all day what an ass that seems like like that seems like shit you could have like any of the dozens of underlings on your fucking spaceship with you do yeah and then only bring you like the important Zoom calls when there is one that they like think is important enough to bring up. Right. Like we get it, dude. You're gonna fucking kill us all if we fail you. Like we're aware. All right. Lay yeah, off. Yeah, he just bro. has to threaten everybody. Yeah, I guess he just likes to jerk off about that or something. Uh, and also with this like hollow deck thing that they're using, how does it? How does he talk with telepathy through that? I thought that was kind of weird. It's like how does it hear you to? transmit the sound because they, they speak with their mind right with the thought speak yeah but the principal guy was clearly just speaking with words well yeah but the uh viscer three does it with his mind because he's in the andalite and that's how they communicate oh i thought it was all those aliens okay no it's the andalite powers and the morphing thing it has to do with that so, but it's weird that it works through the, like, phone. Yeah. So, so maybe he just has to be looking you in the eyes. I guess maybe, like, even if it's on the thing, he just looks at a picture yeah, of you like, and you hear he... it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe that's how it works. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that, that works. All right. <laughs> I also like how Visser Three is like really amused by the cat. He's just yeah. like, "What is that thing? Kill that thing!" It's like, no, it's like a pet. And it's for the girl or whatever. And then um, he's like, you know what? I like, let it live. I like it. It has claws and it manipulates people into giving it food. That's, that's awesome. I love this cat. He says that. And then the very first thing (laughs) he says at the conversation the next day is why the fuck didn't you kill that thing when I told you to kill it yesterday? It's like, no, you changed it. You liked it at the end, in the end. You You, you completely forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that cat still alive? Why didn't you kill that cat? And then, like, I, I mean, Mr. 3 did, to be fair, though, he did see, like, right through it. It was just like, oh, the Andalites can morph into that cat and spy. And it's like, yeah, that's that happened. He was right. He did call that. Yeah, he, like, immediately. He's like, uh, you got to get rid of that thing. That's, they're just going to morph into it and spy on me. Maybe if you weren't calling and checking in every fucking day, they wouldn't spy on you. Maybe it have yeah. Like we could do this. We don't have to do it every day. <laughs> Keep them guessing. Maybe I'll reach out to you when I have like, news. Otherwise, fuck off, man. Yeah, seriously. He's this like is, micromanaging this is like an hour everyone. out of my day where I could be hunting for these motherfuckers, but instead I have to dick around watching you on a Facetime. You fuck. <laughs> right. Yeah. They have to go back to base every three days. Why not just do it then? Like while you're there and like waiting to eat the fucking water or something whatever they eat whatever they do viscer three is a shitty boss i guess that's that's what makes him the big villain oh, he's always breathing down everyone's neck 
right. pushing for results. <laughs> what a dick. Make sure you clock out for your lunch break and clock back in. Because <laughs> we don't pay you to eat lunch for call that me, half hour. Call me immediately <laughs> after you clock back in to verify. Yeah. yeah. Is your email set up on your phone? So if, if I have something after hours, I need to make sure you get the notification. <laughs> what an asshole. The last note I had, though, is that this book ended the same way that the last one did of just like Tobias flying by the sun and saying like, all right, we got to fight uh, the Yerks more and I'm going to go fly by the sun. See you next time. Cause he's the book. La- lazy, like copy paste job. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I think like they don't, I don't know. It's like, they're, they're too focused on like, Oh, we got to save like the whole universe and stuff. And I think they need to like do more of like how they, use their powers for personal gain, you know? Cause that's what I would do. It's like, what are they doing when they're alone and they just like use their powers? That's what I want to know. I want to know how they're um, misusing them is, is my point. What kind of personal gain can you get from switching into an elephant other than to like scare off your rapist? No. Well, you know, then you fly around and spy on ugly girls and, like that's the other thing. Do you like well, that's turn not, into a small that's animal and really then... a gain though if they're ugly? Well, Marco, that's that's what he would do because he he doesn't quite know it, get how to use this correctly. No, because he's bitching and crying the entire book about oh I'm not spending enough time with my dad. My mom drowned also. <laughs> yeah. So like he's he's not doing this in his free time. He's fucking around with his pops. I got yeah okay. Where did Jake right. find a flea to transform into? He has a dog. They get fleas. Why would yeah, he how not do you, protect how do they his dog and get into a flea them? collar? Like yeah, yeah, they're s- too small. Like how the fuck did you find one? They're hard to catch. I don't know. How do you know you have one? Yeah, how does that work? How, so can you like transform into like a single cell organism and just like float around? Like transform into a bacteria and get into like oh, transform shit. into that's a how they COVID stop Visser three and then go into that thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> Turn into smallpox. Cool. Yeah, they gotta they gotta think more about this kind of stuff. I still have questions about the powers. I guess I, I want I want to know more. All right, uh, anything else about this? Yeah. Marco shouts out both the Fantastic Four and the X Men. How yeah, he cool. said explicitly, like, this is not a comic, and but it is a comic. We, we're reading it in a comic. Don't fucking lie to me. Also, I don't know if this was issue four or maybe, like, the beginning of issue five, but it was well enough into this book that this little piece of knowledge should have been, like, shared way earlier. Uh, they yeah. just randomly dropped the information that Jake and Rachel are cousins and related. Like... Where the fuck did that oh, come yeah. out of? Like, what the fuck? You waited until the end of, like, issue five to just randomly drop that little nugget for us. Cool. Yeah, that's why they're not banging. Gas. Yeah. So going back to getting Fluffer's McKitty out of that tree originally, like, uh, Rachel has Tobias try to find it a, mo- a mouse, but he accidentally grabs a shrew and she turns into that thing to lure it down. I don't understand why the fuck you don't just have to buy sneak up from behind 
and do a fake attack on the cat to just scare it the fuck out of the tree and easily just touch it dead. Like, why did we waste all this time, like, obtaining a shrew's power? That was unnecessary. I thought it's super hard to, like, find a cat's dick and tell if it's a dude or a lady. I don't understand how cat's dicks work. Because they do have balls, like, if they're not... Because, like, in Thailand, there's these street cats that were, like, born under our stairs or whatever. And uh, they, they had balls for sure. But I never saw their dicks either. So I, I don't know. I don't know how cat dicks work. And I don't think I want to know. It's like something I, I don't need to know. I don't need to like you can research it. this on the internet. I'm <laughs> sure I could, but like, I just don't, I don't think I'd want to know that. I'll find some videos and send them to you. <laughs> yeah. Just cat Hope dicks. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Catdick.com. But yeah. Tom cats, the scariest of cats. All right. What else? Anything? No. I also like how the vice principal had to explain to Visser 3 that tigers and uh, tomcats are in the same bloodline of species of mammals. Yeah, it's just like like, that thing looks like that thing that overpowered me the other day. Was it so much smaller and weaker? It's like, uh, it's like (laughs) a small version of that tiger. Yeah, I get it. It's like, Jesus Christ. Fuck. Just have to explain everything to this asshole. Just let it it's go, like, man. Yeah, it's like you, you've been to space and it's all these, like, there's different variations of certain in space. Like, I don't understand why he doesn't understand that. Anyway, I have a review. Let's, let's listen to a review. Oh. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! Not as long or funny as last one, but let's, let's hear it. Three stars. Mediocre again. Another lackluster cash grab. It is my sincere hope that this does not reach completion as a series. Please don't purchase and support this half-baked, nostalgia-exploiting, mediocre adaptation of one of the best young adults sci-fi series ever written. The only people buying this are blinded by nostalgia or have youth in their life. If it's the first, please reread the originals. If it's the second, please don't insult your child's intelligence with this watered-down PG dreck. Please go to your local library and rent the original series or find the original books online to purchase, or local thrift stores even. It's far superior, will encourage actual reading, and they won't coddle your kids with inoffensive, poorly drawn comics that don't really get the spirit of the true canon. Maybe this is the same guy. Also, these 13-year-olds aren't as hot as the 13-year-olds that I remember from my youth. Yeah, this maybe this is the same writer, but he didn't mention the 13-year-olds, so who knows. I, I do like that his first solution is to just go and get it for free for two weeks at the library. Yeah. And then if that fails, then you can go ahead and purchase a copy for yourself. Right, yeah. So, yep, don't read this mediocre garbage. So that's that's the show. Next week. Right. Uh Smith, yeah. So we'll I'll just post the episode a little later and we'll just do it then. So expect it on Christmas Day coming down your chimney. Wait, is next week not Giraffesmas? It is, yeah. I just I'll just won't post on Friday. I'm gonna post on Sunday at midnight. Why is Sunday Giraffesmas? Yes. It'll be a Giraffesmas miracle for us all. It will, yeah. So, uh, what do you want to read? The Wormwood Gentleman Corpse Christmas Special. All right. It's by your people at IDW, so maybe... Oh. Maybe the Power Rangers will show up and hang out with him. I hope so. We'll see. All right. 
Mine is from Image Comics. It's called Extreme Super Christmas Special. Oh, it's from the it's from 1994. That's why it's titled this way. Now it makes sense. Radical. Do you want to watch that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special? Yeah. Let's talk about that. I guess we'll pick Kevin up Bacon. Nightman the following week. Oh wait, we're not watching Nightman as well. I don't. Does it make sense in the Giraffesmith special? Fuck yeah! Every is that a real Giraffesmith special without a Nightman episode? All right, then we'll watch Nightman too. Is it even a Giraffesmith present then? I guess it's, it's more like not. a Giraffesmith coal. All right, yeah, y'all get coal, no Nightman. Okay, let's just continue Nightman then. Hopefully, it's a Christmas episode, but we'll find out. We'll see how lucky we get. Nightman didn't do any holiday-based episodes in season one, did it? No, I don't think they did. Yeah. So, all right, join us next week for Giraffe's Miss. And in the meantime, follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. Matisse to the God. Follow us at Giraffe's HPT Pod on Facebook and Twitter, soundcloud.com slash DJ Von Meer for the music, and patreon.com slash Giraffe's Have Black Tongues. See you next week. Bye. season that uh takes place during the course of nightman is rollerblade season oh yeah that's true that's a real holiday yeah yeah it falls in there between may and july or whatever the fuck right and there are no real holidays to celebrate other than rollerblade season yeah makes sense then so do you play like catch with wolverine or anything like stupid like that that would be fun that would be fun, but I'll, I'll let you know what goofy activities I do with these heroes. The second you go fishing with Blade, you stop whatever you're doing and let me know. I will, yeah. Hopefully it's soon. They're just telling me to go on another mission, which is... I don't want to do that. I want to hang out with Blade. The mission of winning over Blade, yeah. Hopefully that's the mission. I'm picturing Blade like wearing the black trench coat, like Wesley Snipes Blade style. But then on top of that, he's got like the uh, the lure vest that like old time fishermen, old men wear in like on the top of the trench coat with with the fucking bucket hat with the uh, extra like fucking hooks and shit. Yeah, that'd be like, awesome. Puts that on over the trench coat while wearing the all black trench yeah. coat and glasses. Yeah, yeah, that is awesome.